Okay, Shalom Aleichem. So this year is called Redeeming Shabbos, which is really what redemption is. That is what Geula is. Geula is going to be the redemption of Shabbos. And there's two ways that that, there's two ways that, that can happen, as we know. Either we bring it or it happens by itself. Yeah, it's not like Hashem's plan is gonna is gonna take place. Hashem is gonna Hashem will be Matzliach. The question is, is it gonna be because of us or in spite of us? So in the Pasha, really it's between last Pasha and this Pasha. Um, we're gonna see the two options, how they play out, and we're gonna try and understand something very deeply. It's it's, it's all bound up in Loit and Stoim and Avram. Loit goes down to Stoim. Um, at the end of, well, not really at the end, in, in Parshas Lech Lecha, and Avraham goes in and redeems him, and then he somehow finds himself back in Sodom in our Parsha, and um, Hashem sends him Malachim to pull him out, and he's redeemed from he's redeemed from uh, from uh, from Sodom that in the second time. So we have to understand that we we have to before we put everything together there's going to be a lot of stuff to put together but we're going to discuss we want to discuss three things in detail to get clarity on what they are number one is shabbos number two is stoim and number three will be i don't know what you call number three we call it mo'idecha mo'id the word mo'id yeah it's a very very hail of the word okay the Indian of shabbos so Shabbos is the seventh day. You can only have the seventh day if you have six days before it. You can't call it the seventh day. If you take one of those days away, then it becomes the sixth day, and that's not Shabbos. So Shabbos is Shabbos because of the six days before. Shabbos is Tachlis HaShemayim Va'aretz. Yeah, the purpose of Shemayim Va'aretz. That's why Hashem made Shemayim Va'aretz. Shemayim Va'aretz we could call Emtsayim. Emsayim means a means to an end. So we have Shabbos, which is the end. And we have the six days of the week that are the means to the end. Okay, this, this is, I, I can't think of something more important than understanding this concept of ends and means to ends. Ends is Kadosh and means to ends is Klipa. If we just spent our whole life being Mavaya, the different the, the the Indian of ends and means to ends, yeah, we will be doing very, very well. If we can get clear on what are ends and what are means to ends, yeah, we're we're mamas doing great. So Shabbos is an end. That's why it's called Tachlis Hashemayim Va'aretz. Why is it that we do anything? What's always the reason why we do anything? Tanug? Tanug, pleasure. The beginning of the whole system is pleasure. Pleasure becomes enclosed in Ratzon. Ratzon becomes manifest as Midas. Midas gives birth as, as Seichel. Seichel gives birth to Midas and Midas causes behavior and if people did get that that's that's not that's beyond this year that's a whole that's a lot of shearing that we need to hazard so tainug is the beginning of everything the reason why we do everything is tainug is oineg 
everyone does everything for pleasure or to avoid pain, which is the same thing. Unless you get to the Bechina of Rebbe Akiva, where pleasure and pain became in became indifferent. Um, but anyway, so so we've got pleasure. Pleasure is always the end. So when when we get in our car, when we make a reservation at the restaurant, yeah, that's a means to an end. Then we get in the car and we drive to the restaurant. That act is a means to an end. As we walk to the table and we sit down, that's a means to an end. As the waitress takes our order, that's a means to an end. As we start eating the food, that's an end unto itself. That was the point. So the end is pleasure. Always. Everything you do, it will always come back to pleasure. Pleasure can take different kinds of forms, lots of different kinds of forms. But it will always come back to pleasure. Just an important way of understanding pleasure is we don't say that something has pleasure. When you eat a nice food, you could say it's pleasurable, yeah? But the way we really, to understand it clearly, is that something that gives you pleasure, it doesn't give you pleasure, it touches your pleasure. Oineg is the shoresh of your, of your soul, let's say. Yeah, there's a little step deeper, but let, for all intents and purposes, we can say that Oineg is the shoresh of your soul. And when something gives you pleasure, it doesn't really give you pleasure. It touches your pleasure. So there are certain things that might touch your pleasure that wouldn't touch my pleasure. Like you might enjoy certain musics that I don't, etc. But the point is to touch our pleasure. Everything else is a means to an end. So the six days is a means to an end. The end is Shabbos. The malachas in the base of Migdash were means to ends. The definition of a malacha of the Lamates Malachas are means to ends. So you have the Sadur Sapas, yeah? You do Choyresh so that you can do Zorea, so that you can do Koitse, so that you can do Maima, so that you can do Dosh, so you can do Malacha. Each one of those, they're called, they're called a Seder because you plough so that you can plant. You plant so that you can harvest. You harvest so that you can gather. You gather so that you can winnow. And each one is a means to an end. None of the malachas are ends unto themselves. They're all to get you to the next step. And that next step is to get you to the next step. And the next step is to get you to the next step. So the definition of malacha is means to an end. That's, by the way, the reason why malacha and malach are the same words. Because a malach, an angel... A malach is a means to an end. Hashem doesn't have any desire for malachim unto themselves. They just do his, they do his shlichus. So they're by definition a means to an end. Neshamas are an end unto themselves, but malachas aren't, malachim aren't. So, so now the whole world, there's two reasons why we eat. Koyach and Tainug. Ends and means to ends. Koyach is a means to an end. Tainug is an end unto itself. So there's two absolutely diametrically opposed reasons why we eat. Eating can be an end unto itself, and eating can just be completely almanas, so as to have energy. So that answers up a very important question, because... 
anyone, anyone knows what the halacha is of Bishul on Shabbos? What's the minimum shear of Bishul on Shabbos? Anyone knows what that's called? It's called Michael Ben Droisai. Anyone's heard that before? The shit of Michael Ben Droisai. Which is really interesting because Ben Droisai, Ben Droisai was this Russia bandit. And so the minimum shit that Hazal give to cooking, because what, like, for example, what about if you just take a, you know, you take like a, I don't know, a carrot and you just pop it in a, in a flame for like half a second and pull it out. Are you over on Bishel? Obviously not. You didn't cook anything. So Hazal had to give the minimum shear of Bishel. The minimum shear of Bishel they called Michael Ben Droisai. Why? Because there was this bandit, this Russia, who was always on the run. So what the Gomorrah says, he was always on the run. And so his life was just like this crazy, you know, drama of running. And he would cook food just to the bare, bare minimum so that he could get energy to go vital, yeah? So it comes out, it gives you, there's a machlokas in, in, in Chazal, whether that's a third or a half. So there's two questions that you, you have to ask. Chazal called this shir Michael Ben Droisai, and you turn around to Chazal and you're like, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Number one, why do you want to put the name of Russia in the mouth of, of, uh, of, um, of B'nai Torah for the rest of time? Number one. Number two, why... You didn't even tell me if it's a half or a third. Two very strong clashes. So the reason why it's called Michael Ben Droisai and Chazal were, were, they compromised to firstly put a name of a Russia in our mouths and secondly to even compromise the Halacha, whether it was a third or a Shlish. Why? Because the whole Indian of Shabbos is that you can't, it's not about eating for koyach, it's about eating for tainuk, because Shabbos is tachlis eshamayim va'aretz. So Ben Droisai ate l'shem koyach. It was a means to an end. Ben Dro- he was he was constantly running. He just needed the energy to be able to. The minute it was just enough that he could eat it, which probably didn't taste particularly good, he would eat it and then run vaita. So the whole message of Shabbos is contained in those words. Michael Ben Droisai, you with me? It was almanas. It was just for the koyach, for no pleasure whatsoever. That's the antithesis of Shabbos. I'll just give you a just you you Shabbos is the end. Shabbos is the tachlis. That's why Shabbos is oineg. Like we said, oineg is always the end. So Shabbos is the end. It's the tachlis shemayim va'aretz. It's the reason why shemayim va'aretz got created. Shemayim va'aretz is a means to an end. The end is Shabbos. Which is Tainug. And that's the reason why we eat on Shabbos for Tainug, not for energy. In the week, we eat for energy. That's the six days. That's a means to an end. That's called Klipa. Like Klipa is a means to an end. The Klipa of, of an orange, you eat an orange, you throw the Klipa in the trash. Yeah, finished, done. Don't care. Don't need it. It's just a means to an end. But Shabbos is the end. And that's the Indian of Malacha. That's why the whole Indian of Malacha is. Almanas, you do this so that you can do this, so that you can do it. Do you really want to harvest? 
No, I don't want to harvest. I just harvest because I need to gather. You really want to gather? No, I don't want to gather. I just need to gather so that I can so that I can win it. You really need the whole thing is is exactly that, a means to an end. So Shabbos is Tainug and Shabbos is an end. The Malachas were a means to an end. What's Gehenim? Definition of Gehenim. Definition of Gehenim is getting ends and means to ends means... mixed up. Right. That's Mamash Gehenim. A man, a man whose life the ends have become means to ends. And the means to ends have become ends, he's in Gehenim. That's why people come out of Gehenim on Shabbos, because we get a bureau of what the ends are. We see what the ends are. So, for example, when your children are, are ends unto themselves, that's Gun Aiden. When your children become a means to an end, they're providing you with something. That means you become the end. That's Gehenim. That's having turned yourself into a god. Everyone's with me? If a child, if the thing is that whenever we turn anything that's an end into a means to an end, then we turn ourself into an end. And our self is the ultimate means to an end. <laughs> What's the end? Is the bonus loyalty. We're here to serve him. What's the ends? What's the means to ends? <laughs> we but we're the ultimate means to ends he's the end but the minute we become an end then everything flips on its head and then the whole world becomes a means to my end to me mitzvahs become my so so when we're doing mitzvahs for olam haba yeah mitzvahs are becoming a means to an end mitzvahs are an end unto themselves so Gehenim is the mixing up the ends and means to ends. When means to ends become ends, like, like Panasa, yeah? We need to make a living. But when that becomes a tachlis unto itself, that's Gehenim. And davening is an end unto itself. But when davening just becomes that annoying half an hour that I need to get through so I can go to work, that's called Gehenim. Gehenim is not a place we go to later on. There might be that as well. But Gehenim is this world when we flip around the ends and means to ends. When Kedusha becomes Klippa, Chaz Shalom, and Klippa comes Kedusha, Chaz Shalom, that's, uh, yeah. So that's Shabbos. Shabbos is ends and means to ends. The Lama Tes Malachas is the means to the end. And Shabbos is the end. Okay. What's Sadoim? The Indian of Sadoim. The Indian of Sadoim. Oh, by the way, sorry, I just I'll just mention another, just a quick point here. Rabban Gamliel says in the mission Avois, it says, have a Zahirin Birashus. Yeah. Sha'in Mukavin Loila Adam El Soichatzman. Rashus here, the Pasha Pshat is it means like like the government. So it says, don't be uh, be careful with the government because they only bring you close um, for their own sake. But Rashus, we've got Mitzvah, we've got Avera, and we've got Rashus. Yeah, Rashus is in the middle. It's not Mutter, it's not, it's, it's not Asa, 
It's mutter, but it's not mitzvah. So you've got mitzvah, mutter, asa. So reshus is, it's in your reshus. You're going to make it kadosh or the opposite. So reshus is a means to an end. And you can read the mission like this. Have a zahir and reshus. Be careful with reshus, with the things that are permissible. Why? The way of this world is to bring you into things for the sake of themselves. You have to be a mensch. You have to be such a mensch to be able to, like the question with your iPhone, yeah? Is it serving you or are you serving it? Very difficult to have it serve you. Very difficult. Like money, again, is money there to serve you or are you there to serve it? Again, that's ends and means to ends. So the way of the world, says Rabban Gamliel, I'll be the drash, is be careful with reshus, with the means to ends. Why? She'en mukavin oyla adam, they only bring a guy close to them, for themselves, that they become an end unto themselves. That's the derech of the world. The way of the world is to pull you into the means to the ends and make them become ends unto themselves. As we know, as we see in our life, everything's trying to say to me, I'm Choshev. Like a car, a car is a means to an end. Yeah, but no, in America, a car's an end. I mean, all over the world, a car's an end unto itself. A car's going to get you from A to B. That's what a car is. Okay, Indian of Sadaim. So the Sadaim, the Mishnah says, Abba, Abba Midas Ba'adam. There's four kinds of guys, yeah? What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. Zoi midas beinoinis. This is the mida of the beinoini. The yesh oirim zoi midas stoim. There's a yesh oirim that said this is midas stoim. The Indian of what's mine's mine and what's yours is yours. You know in stoim they they um it was like osa to do chesed yeah. There was an issa chesed. Rachmanus, <laughs> Rachmanus, an issa chesed. Yeah, and it got so bad. It was so that that what typifies Sodom, the Rav says here, he says, it brings you close to the 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 media, the way of Sodom. This level of what's mine's mine, what's yours yours. Sodom was din. Yeah, what's mine's mine, what's yours is yours. That's din. The Fnimishur said din is the Chassid who says what's mine's what's mine is yours, what's yours is yours, and what's mine is yours. That's the Fnimishur said din. That's very healthy. Yeah, but Sadai was what's mine's mine, what's yours is. It wasn't really. That was just getting involved in din. The the ultimate level, it said that Sadaim, for example, if a guy would have a candle, he wouldn't let you light your candle from it. Because what's mine's mine, what's yours, yours. Even though he wouldn't have lost anything whatsoever, because din became an un, an end unto itself, it actually became it, it's like religion for the sake of religion, law for the sake of law. It, the law's there to keep society good. The law's not there for the sake of the law. The law is a means to an end. You with me? So in Sodom, the law became the end unto itself. So it, it wasn't, it's like, I understand what's mine's mine, what's yours, yours. That, that makes sense. That's, that's intelligent. 
But when that becomes a, that becomes the thing that's what's mine's mine, what's yours, when that becomes an end unto itself, then I won't let you even light your candle for my candle. Because what's mine's mine, what's yours, yours. I'm not even there to, even though it's not going to detract anything from me, that's taking it to the nth degree. So Sudaim is the Indian of mixing up ends and means to ends. That's what Sudaim is. They took the end and they mixed up. And that's why Rahmanas Sudaim in, in our language, what that word means, yeah, what that word's come to mean, Mishkov Zocha. Everyone understands what I'm saying without me having to say the words, Mamash? Mishkov Zocha is relations between a man and a man. Rahmanas. That's what Sodom in our language means, yeah? What's the Indian of that? Why is that so trafe? Because what's the point of relations? Relation, just like food, has it's a means to an end. It gives you koyach. And it has an end. It has a pleasure. Exactly the same with relations. What's the, what's the point of relations? Have children. What's the means to the end? Is the Tainug, the, the, the it could be Tainug. The Tainug is is there to to because if there wasn't Tainug, we wouldn't do it. So the Tainug is a means to an end to have children. Mishkov Zocha is the exact his hafchus of that Indian of turning the ends into the means of ends. It's the, the end is to have children. The means to the end is the pleasure. Mishkov Zocher means children out the window. That doesn't exist. So it's all about the pleasure. That's flipping it around. With me? That's the whole union of Sodom. So I'm not sure I'm going to get into this last bit. Let's try. Let's try. So we've got. I know we've said a lot of things, but I'm just really making some simple points. Shabbos is the concept of ends and means to ends. Malacha, the Lamates Malachas, is means to ends. And Shabbos itself, where we refrain from the Lamates Malachas, that's the ends. That's Tachlis. Then we've got Sadoim. The whole Indian of Sadoim is the Hishafchus of ends and means to ends. Tachlis for Emtsayim, where the Emtsayim become the Tachlis and the Tachlis, the tachlis becomes the Emtsayim. If you look through the story, all the different stories in Sodom, you'll see it was exactly that Indian. So now there's a question. I could give a whole a big shit on this in itself, but we'll just try and say it quickly. The, 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 the Shema says, with all of your emotions, let's keep it simple. Even if Hashem decides to, if you have to give up your life. And Rashi says, all your money. There's other Indian as well, but let's stick with the money. And he says it's going in order of severity. So the first thing, the easiest thing to give up for Hashem is your emotional world. Then the second thing is your life. And the third thing is your money. Doesn't make any sense. So, to put it in a nutshell, people give up their money for their cause. So, people give up their life for their causes. Yeah. You see those the Rishoyim from uh, 
the restraint. That for me is the 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 scariest thing of the whole thing that's going on right now in Israel is that it's not really scary, it's just the, the what's Magdalene, is that you had whatever 1500, 3000 Machablim come into Eretz Israel. That was basically a mass suicide mission. All of those people were basically coming over knowing that they were probably going to be giving up their lives. Yeah, most of them give, did give up their lives in Machshaman. That's Muridik. How can people give up their how can people be so quick to give up their lives? That that's that's a madrega if the cause is a good cause, yeah. That's a madrega. That's a madrega of a human being. If the cause is a bad cause, then that's the opposite. But but the idea of a per human being giving up his life for a cause, yeah, we see that all the time. And that's the highest level a non a a, 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 a non Jew can get to. The highest level a human being can get to is giving up his life for a cause, for a good cause. That's the highest level. That's that's the that's the gug. That's the 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 gug. The Jew is able to give up his life for a cause because he's human, but the Jew is also able to give up his cause. Like I mentioned over and over, the famous uh, you remember the film um, Braveheart, where Mel Gibson puts up his sword and says, they may take our lives, but they may not take our freedom. Ask him, so what would you give your freedom up for, Bill? And he'd be like, there's nothing beyond that. That's the highest. So the Jew can even give up his freedom for Hashem. Why? Because he could, like Avraham's cause was don't kill your children. Exactly. His his Shita, Avram Shita, was you're not allowed to kill your children. At the time of the Akeda, that was everyone was killing their kids, yeah? Avram Shita, he had this whole organization walking around telling everyone, don't kill your kids. Hashem turns around to him and says, kill your kid. He says, okay. That's the level of the Jew that he's not even bound by his Shita. That's Bechol Mo'idecha. That's what Mo'idecha, that's symbolized by money. Your your money is such a, it's it's nothing. It's such a um, it it's a, it just symbolizes something. Itself is is a nothing, and people identify. That's the key word here. People identify with money. So now it makes sense. Bechol levavacha your emotions. Bechol nafshacha is your physical life. Bechol moidecha is something you identify with. That's the highest level. That's the level of Mashiach. That's the level of Mashiach. That's the Hizgah. That's the revelation of the fifth level. That's why Mashiach is Loshan Chamesh. That's called. That's why it's called the quintessence of something. The, the essence of something is called the quint, the quintessence, the fifth level. That's that's Tainug because it goes Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. The fifth level is Tainug. Yeah, the highest level. That's the Shoresh. That's the Hisgalas of the Mashiach. Mashiach is, why is it called Mashiach? What's its Kesha to, to, to oil? Because oil goes above water. Water's Torah. Oil goes above, oil's the highest, highest, highest. But when you get oil on your shirt, you have to go to the dry cleaners. Why? Because the oil goes into the depth of the fabric, the Toichias of the fabric, of the, of the Chomer of this world. So the whole Indian of oil, that's why it's called Mashiach. It's the Hisgalas of the highest level 
the level of Yechida, as it as it is manifest in the lowest level of nefesh in the in the in the the, the beggar of the world in the physicality of the world. So so the, that's the whole That's the inyan of Mashiach, is the giving up of your the giving up of your identification, which is most profoundly symbolized by money. Okay, so let's just very quick recap, and we're going to tie it all together, Bezat Hashem, and then we can finish. That Shabbos is getting means to ends and ends straight. Yeah? So we've got the Malachas, the Lama Test Malachas, that's means to ends, and Shabbos, that's Tachlis. Sadaim is the Indian of flipping around and confusing the ends and the means to ends, as we explained. And Mashiach, the Indian of Mashiach, is the Indian of the, the revelation, which is Geula, the revelation of the highest in the lowest. That's what we're waiting for. When people talk about, you know, we want Mashiach because we don't want to have any more suffering. Yeah, the, the, the end of suffering is, is like um, a, a very fringe benefit of Mashiach. The end of the world peace is just a, that's like an, a very external manifestation of Mashiach. All of these things that we're like, oh, you know, all my problems will be gone when Mashiach comes. It's true, but that's not why we want Mashiach. We want Mashiach because we want to see that the Rabboni Shalom and this world is not two separate things. We want to see that he and his name is one, that there is just one thing. That's what we're looking forward to, that we're looking forward to sitting here in the computer with each other learning and being absolutely bound up in infinite oneness with the Rabboni Shalom. That's what we're looking forward to, not the fact that I'm not going to have a backache anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make light of people's problems. That was that wasn't fair. But 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 that isn't what Mashiach is about. Mashiach is not about the end of the problems. Mashiach is about Hashem and His name becoming one, meaning seeing the essence of Hashem in the physicality of this world. That's what we're looking forward to. That's really what we're looking forward to. Okay. Okay. So we did all the hard work. Now it's time to have some fun. So. So. Light, light is Lamad Tess. That's the Malachas. That's the means to ends. He goes down into Sadoim. The means to the ends become the ends. That's Gallus. As we said, that's Gehenna, that's Gallus. Avraham is. The Ramach Mitzvah's Asay. Avraham is, uh, is Gematria uh, 248. That's the Ramach Mitzvah's Asay. That's what the Malachas are there for. The Malachas are there. The Pe'ulas of this world are there for the Mitzvah's Asay. The Mitzvah's Lois Asay mean that you're in a relationship with Hashem. There is, Hashem exists. But the, the, the Ramach Mitzvah's Asay are the actual relationship. You need to have Yira before Ava, because without Yira, Hashem's not a Metzias. Without respect, your wife doesn't exist. You can be buying her flowers and yachts and at the same time fooling around with your secretary. Yeah, so that that's that's not whether the, the, the respect, that's first, but the relationship is in the doing. That builds the relationship. So just not cheating on your wife isn't building the relationship. That just, that's... The, that's a prerequisite for a relationship. Buying her flowers and 
being a mensch and v'chulei v'chulei, that's building the relationship. So Avraham is the Ramach Mitzvah's assay. He goes into Sodom, yeah, and he redeems the Lamed Tess Malachas from Sodom. That's the Lachat Chila. That's what we're waiting for. That's what it's all about. And if that doesn't happen, then we've got the second option, which is in our Parsha. Again, Light ends up in Sodom. Yeah? But this time, Avram doesn't save him. How does Light get saved? If Avraham saved Light from Sodom in Parsha's Lech Lecha, who saved Light in Sodom in Parsha's, from Sodom in Parsha's Vayera? The Malachim. The Malach. A malach, loshen malacha. Loshen means to an end, and that's the pasuk that we say. Tilim kaf dalad. We say to Moises rasha ra. Everyone knows the pasuk. To Moises rasha ra, that the rasha will die from his ra. His his evil deeds will kill him. That's the mechanism that Hashem put into reality that will ensure that his plan comes to fruition. That the evil itself, Ramchal speaks about this at length, everyone speaks about this, that the evil itself will destroy itself. That's why evil kills, creates Yasurim, and Yasurim break the ego, hopefully, that caused the, the, caused the Avera. You with me? So, so the built-in mechanism into reality is that the the Ra will kill itself. That's the means to an end, will redeem the means to the end. That's the second Geula, the second option. And that was the Malach coming and bringing the Lamates Malachas out of Sodom. We should be Zoycha to the first option. And we should work out clearly what are ends, what are means to ends, and we should never get ends and means to ends confused. We should know that our wife is an end unto herself. She's not a means to an end. Our children are ends unto themselves. They're not a means to an end. Our car is a means to an end. It's not an end unto itself. <laughs> Everything else. That's what we need to get clear. If we can get that clear, we're really in a good place. Bezrat Hashem. Okay. Any questions? Shkayev, um, no. Have a great show. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. Have a great Shabbos. Thank you so much. Shabbos. Good Shabbos.